You're listening to Crossroads International Church Podcast. Welcome. We hope this podcast will bless you from wherever you're listening to it. For more information, go to our website at xrds.nl. And now, let's get into the podcast. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Back at work as if nothing happened. No break. So my name is JP Van Seventer. I've been a member of this community for a long time and I'm part of the preaching team. And um, as, uh, as, uh, as today's uh, in the series of God in the Movies, I have the privilege of speaking to you uh, about the movie Avatar, the first one. Oh boy, who saw that? Who saw the first movie? Yes. All right, and who's, uh, who's like, keep them blue aliens away from me? <laughs> you can say to raise your hand, because my wife is uh, with you on that. Um, there's a support group for you guys after the service, uh, <laughs> led by my wife. Um, so, uh, but f- bear with me for today, because movies like Avatar are kind of like a modern-day parable. Um, we can see movies like that, The Matrix, Star Wars, and, and Lord of the Rings, They're kind of like metaphors for our life. And so just bear with me and look at it uh, this way and see what uh, this movie actually touches on that has to do with what we believe. Um, Actually, I talked to a friend last week here in the the service who who is in the television business, and he told me he had had once had a a class with a, a Hollywood script doctor, and the script doctor said this. He said, all Hollywood blockbuster movies have a theme of sin, forgiveness, and redemption. And this is when my sermon was already pretty much done. Uh, but I was like, oh, wow, this is true. Actually, I see some of that. And so we'll touch on that a little bit. But just, just keep that in mind. There's, there's something interesting about that. Um, I think this movie, and this is the first one. It came out in 2009. It grossed $3 billion U.S. dollars. Uh, and the second one that just came out before Christmas already has surpassed $1.5 billion in uh, revenue. So there's something going on here. Uh, there is, this is a cultural impact and um, I think that's why it's worth looking at it and see you know, how, does this, how does this connect to anything that we believe. And something about the director, James Cameron, he's also the director of the Titanic um, and um, he's actually uh, a professed atheist. Let's, uh, I tried to find out what he believes and I found a quote uh, of him uh, online Uh, in 2010, uh, a year after this first movie came out. Um, I've sworn off agnosticism, which I now call a cowardly atheism. I guess agnosticism is where you say there's no evidence, so I don't really know whether God exists or not. Uh, It's sort of like there's not enough evidence, therefore I can't know. Um, And an atheist clearly says there's nothing. Um, And his position really is, I've come to the position that in the complete absence of any supporting data whatsoever for the persistence of the individual, in some spiritual form, it is necessary to operate under the provisional conclusion that there is no afterlife and then be ready to amend that if I find out otherwise. <laughs> Interesting. He's already opening a door, right? So James, if you're watching today, um, <laughs> let's have coffee sometime. Um, but there's stuff in this movie that resonates made by an atheist director, and that's, that's interesting. Um, and he's clearly from the position, hey, if, if you can't measure it, scientifically it doesn't exist. But um, we, we, we believe otherwise. Um, 
Before I continue, by the way, for the people watching from home, there's a, there's a copyright issue with streaming uh, clips from this movie. So I can show them, we can show them here, but we can't stream them. So just be advised that when we stream uh, the movies later down uh, in the sermon, uh, we're not going to be able to stream it to your home. So I'm going to show three clips, uh, but if you have to scramble and get a laptop or something, then at least download a trailer and look at that, uh, the first uh, thing. So that's uh, just a little warning for you uh, at home. Now, first, uh, the, the definition of avatar, by the way, is, um, and can we, can I looked it up on the dictionary. Uh, the first one is from Hindu mythology. It's basically the incarnation of a godly being on this earth. That's where the word comes from. Uh, the second one, digital technology. It's basically a representation of you or me in a virtual world, like a video game or, or maybe Second Life or whatever the metaverse uh, is. Uh, that, that's also called an avatar these days. And then the last definition I found, in science fiction, a hybrid creature composed of human and alien DNA and remotely controlled by the mind of a genetically matched human being. That's where my wife sort of lost interest. Um, <laughs> but um, that I, literally is this movie. I'm pretty sure this was added uh, after this movie. So we're going to watch uh, first the trailer of the movie. Uh, and so the trailer kind of sums up what this movie is about. Uh, so I'm going to slowly get out of your way and let's, uh, let's take a look. Now, whether God's going to choose blue bodies, uh, don't worry about that. Um, I think whatever it's going to be, it's going to be great. Uh, and it's exciting. I mean, this is where I see sort of a, yeah, like a, like a, little, uh, um, a, a little view to say, hey, this is something that we're going to look forward to. This is an exciting moment for all of us uh, down the road. But Paul also promises something else, and that is um, the new self now, let's take a look at 2 Corinthians 5.17, down the, this same passage. So he also reminds us that therefore this anyone is in Christ, a new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That's the message of the gift of a new thinking, a new mindset, a new you that we access today. And um, let's take a look at the next image. In the, in the movie, Jake has to surrender to this machine uh, that's almost like a solar tanning booth. Um, and then once he does, he controls this new body. And in a sense, we have to surrender on a daily basis in order to access our new self. This is a reminder of sort of uh, what, you know, Christ renews us from the inside. Uh, so we almost have to become an avatar of ourselves in our mind. And uh, I know th th this is not what the movie was intended to show, but this is what I see as a sort of a visual reminder of, of that. Um, I think, um, and I love this expression about having the Holy Spirit as a deposit. That's like a guarantee. He's the one connecting us to this new self. And a deposit is like a guarantee. It's like the Holy Spirit will be with us until we get to the point of that new body. And that's a beautiful promise. So let us re be reminded of that. Now, through the movie, Jake befriends this whole tribe. And he gets into this mission. And then he realizes that he's on the wrong side. He's re representing the wrong party. Uh, these humans, evil humans, are trying to take all the 
natural resources and are willing to kill and move anything that gets in their way. And talking about that Hollywood blockbuster uh, theme thing about sin and forgiveness and redemption, this is where Jake makes a change. And he's, gonna, he's, he's making a change and he's going to start actually helping the locals fight against the evil humans. In this clip, you will see the moment that he takes a stand. He's grown to love this tribe and he even falls in love and he realizes, I have to change what I'm doing and I have to look for a new purpose, defending good from evil. All right, this is probably the most action-packed trailers ever shown here in Crossroads. Um, but here you see, you see Jake taking a stand. This is where he finds his purpose. He becomes a different man. He, he, he moves from being a depressed veteran to being a man with a mission. And in the movie, there's actually uh, a whole role for him to almost like a savior kind of character. For those of you who saw The Matrix, it's kind of like, like Neo. O on this planet, there's the tribes and they live in harmony, uh, almost a little bit too good to be true, in a sort of harmony with nature. Uh, there's a sort of a God being, a Mother Earth kind of God being that connects everything. It's very much um, what they call a pantheist view, where, where God is in everything. Um, and it's, it's where he um, basically... Uh, you know, he, he's that, that entity actually uh, confirms his role as a savior through several scenes in the movie. So he becomes the savior and he basically ends up kicking the bad humans off the planet, um, which, you know, is an interesting statement for a film made by humans. Um, but, it, it, you know, there's, there's really this, this battle of good and evil and Jake makes this turn. So there you go. There comes his role as, uh, as somebody who leads to redemption. And this caused me to think about, again, also about our purpose. You know, what is our purpose in this world and what gives us uh, fulfillment? Um, so let's take a look at this text, 2 Corinthians 5, that's also in the same passage that we've been looking at today. Um, and uh, there it is, yeah. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. What is, we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. So this is a spiritual mission, the mission that we all have, regardless of our profession. This can be combined with any daytime job. This is a spiritual mission, to please God and to tell others. And I, I think it's good to remind ourselves of that purpose, because I think it also leads to our most fulfilling life that we can imagine. So we have to remind ourselves of that as well. Now, the last part that I want to talk about of the movie, and uh, let's take a look at the image that I had uh, planned for this. Yeah. So the movie is very much about caring for Earth. Um, the director is actually a leading ecologist. He's really into that. And this is very clearly a message about striving for, uh, um, what do you call it, harmony with nature. And even though in the movie it's almost a little bit too good to be true, there's, there's a lot of emphasis on beautiful scenes with nature and very much this role of humans uh, taking 
taking it, not taking care of it and, and going for greed. So here's a message that we as stewards of God's creation should, should resonate with. I think we as Christians representing God, the creator of this beautiful planet, uh, we should be on the forefront of this. Um, let's take a look at the passage from Second Peter. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. This refers to a new earth, which means a renewed earth. It's the same word that used also with the new self. It's, it's renewal. It means this earth is the earth we're going to be doing it with. This is not going to be a different planet. Uh, and when Christ comes back, he will redeem this earth, just like he redeems our body and our, our soul right now. And that's a message that we resonate with. That's something that we as Christians should clearly support. Whether we don't, you know, even, even though we don't share all the beliefs of this director, this is something that resonates with, with our mission. So the difference is we don't worship nature, which is almost in this movie, it's almost like worshiping nature, but we worship the creator of nature. And we can worship him also by taking care of his creation. So to wrap it up, um, you know, remind yourself of looking forward to the new body that's upon us. Remind yourself of living your new self and having that daily surrender and realizing that you have this deposit of the Holy Spirit in your life. Um, remind yourself of pleasing our Lord and also sharing it with others and to be good stewards of this beautiful earth. May these themes be something that you can connect with with anybody in your surrounding and that you can share the beautiful promises that we believe in. Amen. Thank you for listening and we hope that you have a wonderful week. See you next time.